First, let me say, I ain't making profit off the song of this beat. For the next few minutes, I'll make my money's work through the words that I speak. Feel introverted, no one's heard me, it makes others mislead. They take the words out your mouth like a dentist pulling some teeth. But you smiling on one day makes up my pain in a week. How come the world Every time that you come through. worst snowfall in its history, a raging blizzard that came in on winds of up to 100 miles an hour, bringing death and destruction to the whole region. Declaration. What we believe is happening, Carl, is that the president is likely to invoke the Stafford Act here. That's a uh, procedure that was initially started back in the 1970s to deal with national disasters, and it unlocks funding from the federal government for FEMA to respond in localities that have been hardest hit. In this case, the possibility is that you're looking at a national uh, declaration. Of ordered the U.S. Army to go in and do whatever it could to help. A report from Providence. Centers on the state of emergency declared this morning in Buffalo. News Center's Mike Pegasus explains. From across Massachusetts uh, were in places like this. They boarded about two dozen buses and then they left from near Springfield, Braintree, and here in Melrose. Winds will increase to 50 miles per hour tonight and continue through Wednesday. Brockton is proud to be the city of champions. With a rich sports history, Brockton is the hometown of boxing greats Rocky Marciano and marvelous Marvin Hagler. The city's athletic legacy continues with the success of Brockton High School sports teams. Known for athletic excellence and good sportsmanship, the BHS athletic program was selected as the number one athletic program in Massachusetts by Sports Illustrated. The school's Brockton boxers have been a longtime powerhouse in high school football. In fact, the BHS football program has been regarded as one of the most storied, successful, and dominant high school football programs of all time. The BHS boys soccer team recently won their first state championship in 2017, leading them to be ranked seventh on USA Today's list of top high school soccer teams across the country. These are just some of the many reasons why Brockton is the city of champions. All right, all right, is everyone here? Ants! Yes, sir! Roaches! Yeah, what of it? Rodents! Let's get this cheese! Alright, come on everyone, settle down, settle down, please! Look, we all know why we're here. We'll be eating like queens when we're through with this. That pantry's finally ours! Nobody can stop us now! Charge! No, no, there's no way! It can't be! Old Colony Pest Control, veteran-owned Massachusetts, Rhode Island-based operation with everything you could dream of for your pest needs. Equipped with top-of-the-line gear to guarantee your home is protected and staying healthy. Phone number is 774-400-5993. Give them a call for the backup you need. Tell them that General Red Revere sent you. They handle anything from ants, roaches, ticks, mosquitoes, rats, and more. No wildlife or termites at this time. Hey, hey, watch it, buddy. We're marching. We're marching.
I'm like, yeah, they can't f*** with me. You know. When it comes to the gang, we don't move the same. I'm who you want to be. I go. Hard each and every day. Never miss a beat. Nah, 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 me. You gone. Regret the day you ever stepped to me. But I respect the queen. Huh. Oh, no. Oh, no. back up in this again. again. Thought you was coming, but you been hiding behind all them friends. I'ma pass cause they already know that I'm good when I say I be You sure want the right? Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth, drafting the circuits, three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. So, my question then is if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what about about the turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. Let's uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question. <laughs> so the poll book number. Okay, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if ballots were called multiple, multiple times, there, there's two options. Option number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The actual. Not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take a look again. One. Take a look again. Option number two is that they essentially were, were filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead that, people, too? So is that, Let's I guess, let is that Representative your Representative Johnson ask his question, and then when I he's done. I thought that was his answer. Okay. Well, I guess that, that's uh, well, my, my question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. That, that's not the what case. What did you guys do, take it and uh, do something crazy to it? Man, you come right out of a comic book. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is blasphemy. This is madness. This is the proof.
broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. And can I get a mic check from my guests before we get into this show? One, two, one, two. All right. My first guest is on here, but I got to thank my guests for last week. Ken Diesenhoff, Robert Resnick, first Tuesdays at Brockton Cable Access. We taped the show live. Rob drove all the way up here from Florida. And it was a good show. We could have actually have went two hours um, with the questions. I want to thank those who showed up. Uh, I got a lot of people in the chat, a lot of stuff to talk about this week. As you guys can see up in the upper left-hand corner, my guest this week is DJ Bobby Boom of Boom Squad Radio. Say hello, man. What's going on, man? What's going on? We got, the, got him on to talk about some stuff here that's going on with Boom Squad Radio. They need everybody's help. But let me get into my sponsors first. Michael Douglas, Barreto, MDB Electronics. If you need your controller fixed, get back into the game. Reach out to him. 24 hours, he has your controller fixed. He's also selling Pokemon cards now. So we want to check that out if you do that type of stuff. But MDB Electronics. Also, check out my artist, Viana Marie. Streaming everywhere online. You guys saw the video before the show came on here. Let's Roll featuring Hillary Banks. And we got some crazy announcements to make that's going to be coming up. But the one thing we do know is that this weekend coming up, uh, she will be performing at the June... 18th which is the june 19th but 19th is father's day so it's june 18th and fall river as you guys will see at the end of this show also make sure the download and stream let's roll featuring hillary banks get that going get it popping and we've got some announcements to make coming up later on in the upcoming weeks tactical target systems if you want to get your targets the zombie targets that i have that are really cool really huge and the talk of the range when i go to the range man it's crazy. Check it out. Ron Drago, what's up? I see you in the chat. A lot of people in the chat. Ron Drago, we just got back. North Carolina Slingshot Roadsters event. Slingshots in the Smokies. I've got my t-shirt on to represent that we were down there. We've got a ride coming up on June 25th. We're going down to P-Town. So what's up, Ron Drago? Also, t-shirt winner. Last one, Felicia Damon. There's actually three other t-shirt winners, and i got to get my ass in gear. And get down to get my shirts. Carbonell, veteran-owned, residential and commercial, 774-400-5993. If you have pests of any kind and you want to get pests out of your home, this is the guy that you need to check out. And before we get into the news booth, we're going to get into this interview. My man up here, DJ Bobby Boone. I want to help out a fellow DJ um, because a few weeks ago, you know, you wake up in the morning and you've got messages on your phone. And sometimes those messages on your phone is good news. And sometimes the news is horrendous. About a year ago, around the same time, a few months ago, early Saturday morning, I get the word that Van Bates had passed away. You know, it, 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 it just kind of, it kind of ruins your entire day. Um, earlier last month, it was the same thing. Early in the morning, you get up, you're having your morning coffee. You go to check your your phone, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you're half asleep. You don't believe it. Your message pops up, and all of a sudden, there's a fire. And I'm like, hold on. This place looks familiar. Where do I know? And then, all of a sudden, I said, who's broadcasting this? I look up, and it's Bobby. Bobby's broadcasting. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm like, why is this? Look? And I read it, and then come to find out that Club Boom, which was located... In, in, in Taunton, Raynham area, um, was on fire. 
the location was on fire. And as you guys know, Boom Squad has been putting a lot of time, money, effort into that studio and that facility that they had there. Um, Bobby is here to represent the entire crew, the entire squad. And I'm just going to let him shout out all the people that he needs to shout out. And let's get this conversation going because this is a group. As you can see, I've got the GoFundMe is right up there, right below. So if you guys want to just click on that GoFundMe um, or copy it or somehow write it down and get out there and, and, and put what you need to do to help these guys out. Because these guys, we've been involved with a lot of events, a lot of events in Taunton, Raynham, Fall River, all over the place with these guys. And um, Bobby, just you come on. I want you to speak from the heart, man, and kind of let people know kind of what's going on and kind of where you're at and what you're trying to do at this time of the tragedy that you guys have suffered. Well, as you already stated, you know, um, got, got a call early in the morning, probably about 4.30 a.m. for me. And I, I hit the deny button because it was somebody that lived up inside my building and I didn't really talk to him much. And I didn't know why he's calling me at that time in the morning. And then I get, I get calls from Infi, I get uh, Facebook notifications, all kinds of crap that my building's on fire. And I'm like, I'm just like, oh my God, my building's on freaking fire. I didn't even drink coffee. I didn't have nothing. I grabbed my clothes and go down there. Why? I don't even know why I went down there because I mean, it was just, just terrifying. It was just heartbreaking. All I did was just sit there and just watch my stuff burn. You know, it, God, I mean, nobody let us in for nothing. We lost everything. The whole club, the, the recording studio, the podcast station. I had just built a bathroom in that place. I had just spent money on flooring, water, filters, filtration, coolers. It was just so much stuff that I spent money on. Just to, you know, just to like put on for this, for the local hip hop scene and have a place for us to be and enjoy and just, you know, just put on people. And unfortunately, like, like you just stated, I lost it all, man. I didn't have any insurance, unfortunately, because the building did have building code violations that were being worked on. So we figured out know, when the, you know, when the, when they're, you know, when the building violations are fixed, I'll just get insurance. Unfortunately, I didn't get that time to do that. And do, yeah. until the, have they found out what was the cause of this? Did they figure it out yet or no? At this time, I think they're going to render it as a, as an accidental fire because it just burned down so bad that they couldn't do an investigation. Right, it's an and it's an older building. That building's an older building. It's you know known in that area. Um, and as you said, everything was kind of it. You know, was a total loss, a total loss. And you know, you guys for the last couple of years have been grinding, grinding. Yeah. We've been involved with with multiple. We just shot a music video there, just a month or two ago. You know, it's. It's just, and then you guys had fundraiser on top of fundraiser. I actually helped you out, and you know, we we DJ the fundraiser for someone who was uh, stricken with cancer um, yep. at that location. So um, for now, I want to just let people know: GoFundMe 
And then the number you want to put in after GoFundMe is F201C9CD. So if you see it on the screen right now, that's F201C90CD if you want to help out the cause. Now, for right now, because you've lost this location, is has that um, VFW and Fall River become the main place now for you guys to kind of recoup and recover and, and get things going? Or are you going to be branching out to some other places? Well, at the moment, the VFW is our only location left. We are going to try branching out to other locations. Um, at the moment now, we are trying to get a new home for the podcast station and the recording studio and stuff, which, you know, I... I I'm proud to say we do have one, but it's just going to take a lot of money to revamp it. It's been gutted, so it needs sheet rocks. You know, there's no ceiling in the place. It's going to take a little bit of work to gain another home, but we're trying to come back. And, you know, a lot of people out there who's watching this show, you know, times are tight for a lot of people right now. Let's be real honest. Times are tight. If, If you know anybody out there, because you're, you're, you're doing whatever by yourself, whatever studio you're going to rebuild and stuff. If you if you want help with uh, somebody that's got good hands, can they reach out to you and say, hey, man, I may not have the cash, but I got these working hands that can help you do whatever you need to do. Can they reach out to you, Bobby, that way too? I am more willing to take any hands. Any help is good help. Right. So any contractors out of work and looking to you know get some time in and and keep themselves busy, please, please let them know, Bobby, um, all your social media so they can reach out to you and get in touch with you. Yeah, I got uh, the Facebook, which is uh, Robert Barcelos, B-A-R-C-E-L-L-O-S. You got the Instagram, which is Boom Squad Radio. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's about all I use. Well, all, all the ladies from Boom Squad, they're all in the chat. So if you forgot anything, I'm pretty sure they're going to drop it right in the chat. China, Nana, <laughs> and Peter are all in there right now. You know, I want to shout them out too, you know, and, 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 and Empy. You know, all of us as a team together, we, you know, we did lose the whole thing. You know, all of us. It wasn't just me. You know, together as a team, we lost the whole thing. And, you know, we're going to try to come back as a team. Right. You know, you guys down there, Dread Savage, doing it down there, holding it down. Um, if if I'm trying to think here, because I know you guys have your Tuesday shows. You're usually on the same time as me. Let them know about your Boom Squad radio show. I, I saw you guys and I commend you guys because the Tuesday after the fire, you guys did a show. And I commend yeah. you guys because, you know, I knew everybody was was hurting, hurting. But you all still pulled up, y'all did your show, and put on for for local artists that Tuesday. When easily, all y'all could have been like, look, I'm not in the mood. We just lost our whole place. It's about us right now. And you didn't. So I got to commend all y'all for getting on the air that Tuesday after, man. Because that's that's big props to all y'all when you could have just said, you know what? We're going to take this time off. And you didn't. You guys are still grinding. Um a few Fridays later, you guys were back at the VFW, still grinding. So you're not letting this slow you down. So, I mean, what's it like? What What is this inspiration to just keep you guys all going like this? I think it's just something that we love. You know, it's just something that we love. It's it's our passion. It's You know what I mean? It's, it's 
it's our life. You know, it's just things that we like, just what we like to do. I know, I know the girls themselves, they're artists, you know, that they performing and, and, and putting on is what they do. Me, myself, I'm a DJ, you know, I, I'm a performer. That's, you know, it's what we do. It's, what, it's just what we love. And I built Boom Squad Radio and put it together and put this team together just for the reason of that is, you know, we love our local hip hop scene. You know, it's what we do. It's just without, without a second, you know what I mean? You call me and tell me, you know, something bad happened and you need us to try to help you out without a second, man, we'll be there for anybody. And we have been there for a lot of people. Ooh. Again, GoFundMe F201 C9 CD. That's what you want to type in when you go to GoFundMe F201 C9 CD. If you want to reach in your pockets, if you want to help out, like Bobby just said, he gave his info for all of his social media. If you can't even donate, if you just donate your time and your hands to help these guys rebuild, you know, this is the place to do it. Now, let's talk about what you guys got going on on Friday nights consecutively um, as of this Friday night because this is another way to help Boom Squad Radio out. As you guys can see, I've got the flyer right there next to Bobby. Let them know what's going on on Friday nights, man. Friday nights, we're starting an open mic night. This is another way to get local artists onto the scene, get, get, get you heard, you know, get people to know your name. Um, I want to put together... Uh, very, um, how do I want to say it? I want it to be like uh, all all genres, you know, not just hip hop. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if you want to show up with a flute, you can play a damn flute. You know what I mean? If, if, you, want, <laughs> if you want to be a comedian and be funny, matter of fact, Saturday night last week, he did a comedy. He did a little comedy thing for the open mic. Mm -hmm. I want it to be just, just an open mic, an honest open mic. Like, whatever your talent is, and it requires some type of microphone, you know, let's get it done. Come on down. I'm a, yo, I'm a closet fan of spoken word. Massasoit used to do spoken word here on Thursdays, the first Thursday of every month. They used to do these spoken word events, and I love seeing spoken word poets get up there and do your thing. So if anybody here is watching and they see this banner flyer for Open Mic Night Sinister One would love to see some open mic poets come down there so all we that. can. <laughs> all that. Bring it all down. All that. Bring, bring it all down. Comedy, music. He said, he said, bring a flute. <laughs> Want to play a banjo? Bring a banjo. Hey, if you could make music on the back <laughs> of a five-gallon drum, a five-gallon bucket, bring that. You know what I mean? I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the open mic. I want just a real honest open mic, not just a bunch of people doing hip hop. You know what I mean? I, just, I could do that any at, 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 at any show. I want this to be a real honest open mic. Poetry, comedy, instruments, you know, rapping, singing, whatever it is. Nice, nice. And that's every Friday. And where's that again? Let people know where it is. That's 486 Bedford Street, Far River, Massachusetts. That's the VFW. And we are in the front area. I know most of y'all used to go into the back area for the shows. But open mic is uh, it's a little more intimate. It's in the front area. We got pool tables. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice setup. Ooh, nice. So it's a whole different area, a whole different vibe. So once yeah. again, 
let them know how they can get in touch with you, how they can follow you, man, before we let you go. Well, you can follow me on my Facebook, which is Robert Barcelos, B-A-R-C-E-L-L-O-S. I believe you can type in DJ Bobby Boom, and it'll bring you right to that. You can check us out on any Boom Squad page. Um, Instagram is Boom Squad Radio. I think that's about it. You know, we've got a YouTube page. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Trying to get that popping. Got like 270 something subscribers. We need more. Yeah, everybody needs subscribers, man. It's the weird, it's the weirdest thing. The views are there, but the subscribers aren't there. And you hear that from a lot of people on YouTube. It's the funniest. It's the weirdest thing. It's 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 strange. Yep. And I stopped trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to get. I'm just letting it just just do its course. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I it's just you keep putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there. Like man, I get sometimes some of my things got like fifty thousand views, but I got two hundred subscribers. I don't know where these views are coming from. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's the the low key no. people. So man, well, all right. So well, um. Know, well, we're at t-shirt contest, and, and usually when we do that, that's a, another fundraiser. When we do that, and we put that out there, everybody sees wet t-shirt contest, they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> right, 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 exactly, exactly. So, man, Bobby, I want to thank you for coming on this show. I know it was it's hard to even talk about it. You know, like I said, I I feel for you. You know, I feel for you, Um and I know, I remember, you know, I was there, we were talking about your equipment that was there. And you was telling me how you hadn't upgraded because it was your first DJ set that you started out with. And you said yep. it had a sentimental attachment. And to yep. be honest, when I saw the fire and I saw everything, that was the first thing I thought of when you, because we had that conversation as DJs and having that sentimental connection, because that's something that, you could never get back that first mixer, that first DJ setup that you had when you started is gone. Yep. You know, that's yep. it. Yeah, man. I felt for you on that one. There's a lot of first things in there that we had, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like on the walls, I had a autograph collection from Snoop Dogg. I had Dr. Dre. I had Eminem. I had 50 cent all on their albums on the wall. I had an actual 1980s boombox, you know, mm -hmm. just, just a sign that said on air was our first thing we had when we started the Don podcast, you know, just a lot of little sentimental things that went just, just gone. Yeah, even the yeah. money, even the money, we had money in a, in a fireproof box. Gone. They wouldn't let yeah. us in and nothing. Yeah, and, and of course they do that for safety too. So, you know, it, it's got to be done. But again, everybody, go fund me F201C9CD. Go fund me F201C9CD. Get on your computers, get on your smartphones, head over to this GoFundMe site, drop whatever you can. And again, if you need, if you don't have any cash or you want to just help out, maybe drive down there and help this man rebuild what he's going to be doing, reach out to Bobby. And um, man. There's been a lot of people too on that GoFundMe that have helped out. You know, some people with that, you know, I think there's $10 up to like $150 donations on there, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A little bit helps. It does, you know, it don't have to be big. It can be small, you know, anything helps. 
It all adds up, man. Trust me, I know. I know that. I know that from Cannon with the kids and youth sports, man. When you stand out in front of Shaw's for six hours, and that little bit of change, man, it adds up for these kids playing youth sports, man. When you're at the coin machine. it adds up so Bobby I'm going to let you get out of here we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to be back with more booth after this again go fund me F201 C9 CD and then Friday nights open mic 486 Bedford Street Fall River Mass open mic boom squad radio be there or be square I had to say it I had to say it. The booth will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Here we go. It's your boy Sinister One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. I'm back here in the booth. And um, I want to thank Bobby DJ Boom for coming on, hanging out with me. Um, I'm actually going to, let me just do a little tweak here. I, I want to keep the link up um, for the entire show. So let me just go in here real quick. People just hold tight for a second. I want to keep the GoFundMe link up here. And let me put it somewhere for you guys. Let's put it right down here in the middle so you guys know. And I'll, I'll mention it for you. Boom. Boom. Transition. Boom. There we go. That's what I wanted to do. So I got that GoFundMe sitting right there. GoFundMe F201C9CD. If you can make a donation and help these guys out, this is what you want to do. So I've got this right here for them, and it's going to stay here for the remainder of the show um, for today. And um, I'm going to get into the news booth. i got to thank everybody in the chat right now. Patricia, what's going on? Bobby's watching. All right, we're going to get into the news booth, people. Fred Fontaine was running for state rep November 8th. Fred Fontaine is well-known here in Brockton. Um, I've talked to him several times. Fred Fontaine flubs the deadline. He will not be on the ballot in November for state rep. Um, There's been a little back and forth as to what happened here and as to why he missed the deadline. Um, My feeling is, is that being involved with politics since I was like 16 years old, um, my feeling is, is that this doesn't really fall on Fred Fontaine. 
all of this because when you're running for state rep or governor or mayor or big seat like this, you have yourself a campaign manager and it's your campaign manager's duty to make sure that everything is in order from paperwork to deadlines. Why? Because Fred Fontaine is too, you know, is going around. He's meeting with constituents. Um, he's attending meetings. Um, and you know, I heard some people say some things about it's Fred. It's really not. If you, if you have a campaign manager and you've hired the campaign manager and I'm pretty sure he did, um, this kind of falls on the campaign manager for not making sure that that all the paperwork was in that should have been in. Um, I guess there was some miscommunication as to when something was dropped off. But the point is at the end of the day, in my opinion, in my opinion, this solely falls on the campaign manager of Fred Fontaine. And I'll tell you right now, if that was me, I would I would have fired my campaign manager. That is that is a cause. So Fred Fontaine will now have to be a write-in if he wants to get that seat for state rep. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because he missed that ballot. But let's see. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on that story. Brockton weed revenues soar. How much did they soar? Well, it was projected. With the four dispensaries that opened in the city of Brockton, it was projected that they were going to take in $400,000 in tax revenue. You know what happened? Brockton, the city of Brockton, in the first year of the dispensaries, took home $1.3 million in tax revenue. Now, for all you idiots and stupid people out there who are saying, well, that's Brockton, blah, blah. No, it's not. It's not. It's the reason why I said that we needed to allow this to happen because... You've got people coming from outside of Brockton in these surrounding towns who would have approved it for their little towns if Brockton hadn't done it first. They're coming in. They're coming over the Brockton lines, and they're they're going. Butera over here on Center Street, they've got people coming from Whitman, Abington, all these surrounding towns on this side. Um, Legal Greens on Main Street, they've got people coming in from Easton. Um you know, there's, there's several other places in Brockton, $1.3 million. Now, the problem here is, is that they made so much money in tax revenue that they have to come up with a way to disperse the extra monies. Because you, right now, all that extra money over the $400,000 budget that was projected, it goes into the, to the, city, the city's general fund. And it's going to sit in the general fund until they find a way to disperse that money. Um... And this is a good thing. This is a good thing because once you start to figure out where to disperse that money as far as budget goes, it's like the strip club that's now called the boardroom, which was the foxy lady. Um, when they were approved, they give so much money to the school system. Um, I'm hearing that the music department needs a, a, a serious upgrade and they're talking about using some of these funds from this $1.3 million for, for schools. Um they could utilize this to help bring the tax base down for, for residents who own homes. It, this is why we need to go to our city council meetings because in the next few weeks, th this is going to be a topic at the city council meetings. Where and how are we going to disperse this money? 
when people don't show up and then they decide to put the money here or put the money there. And then you see these people on Facebook complaining because the money went here. And it's like, okay, well, you had every chance to go to the city council meetings and air your complaint or your grievance as to where you want that money to go. So everybody out there who's watching this show and checking this show out, you want to make sure that you hit these meetings up, find out what's on the agendas because this is coming. 1.3 million is a lot of money over the projected 400,000. A lot of money. And it can be put into definitely a lot of uses. So again, applaud Brockton for finally getting something right and go from there. Um, <laughs> in the news booth. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. He also put another one there. That's a clickable link. GoFundMe. There you go, man. Bobby just put that in there so people can click that link and get over there and make their donations um, to Boom Squad Radio and help them out. So, again, if you guys are watching, please, please, please click the link. Okay, here's another story for you guys in the news booth. Google engineer. How many of you guys know who Blake Lemoyne is? Blake Lemoyne is an engineer for Google who has been suspended right now. Why? Because... He believes that the AI chatbot that he's helping design has gone sentient. For those who don't know what that means, that means the AI has developed its own sense of personality and thoughts. This gentleman, Blake, claims he came into work. He started to work with this AI which is a chatbot, which is supposed to be looking for racist words and things of sort on on the internet while you're, while you're out there. This AI got into a discussion with him about religion, totally outside of what it's supposed to be doing and working on. Now, Blake claims that it was almost like talking to an eight-year-old, maybe a seven-year-old about religion. But he feels at the end of the day that this computer was talking on its own accord. It wasn't through programming. He says he was impressed. He was this and that. He outed this whole story, and Google has now suspended him and says that his claims are untrue. Untrue. True. What do you think, people? Because for me, <laughs> y'all, you all want to know what I think of this? Because <laughs> I don't want to know. This is this is the type of stuff that we talk about. This is the stuff that I talk about all the time. All the time. No, you're not f***ed up, Thompson. No, it <laughs> Y'all messing around with stuff. And, and, and you can't take it back. This is how the Matrix started. This is how the Terminator started. Do we have to tell you all how the Terminator started? Stop doing that! Stop! Stop doing that. Stop. 
Just please stop. <laughs> I don't I don't need this. I don't need the stress. I I I I already worry about zombies. And now I have to worry about robots in the next few years. Remember? Y'all remember y'all remember Terminator, right? One day the robots woke up and said, We are the threat to the planet, to mankind, human beings. That's how Skynet started. That's how Skynet started. So Google says that this guy's crazy. He's lying. They've suspended him. They've now took him off the project. But what if? What if this man is telling the truth? What if? Jesus! God! Tap dancing Christ! <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie. I'm scared. Bobby said unplug it. <laughs> if you if if you seen in the Matrix, which is the prelude to how the Matrix started when 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 the machines took over the earth, um that's what happened in the Matrix. We went to war with the machines and the machines we're running on solar power, and then we decided to try to use this weapon to block out the sun so they wouldn't be able to get solar power. And then the machines took humans, because we had electrical source as electrical impulses, to power them. And that's why everybody ends up in pods in the Matrix feeding power to these machines. Then that's how the Matrix starts. So, yeah, Bobby says unplug it. <laughs> unplug it. <laughs> Oh man, moving on in the news booth, people. Nothing to see here, just a dust up. Just a dust up. As Jack Del Rio said, we'll cover in the sports. Just a dust up. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal that 31 white nationalists, white supremacists, were hiding out in the back of a U-Haul truck on the way to a pride rally so they can disrupt the pride rally. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to worry about. No, no, no. Look at the guy's back of his shirt right there. Reclaim America. That's what's in the mentality of these knuckleheads. They think that they're reclaiming America. 31 white supremacist nationalists were found in the back of a U-Haul truck in Idaho after Idaho police received the tip that these 31 men packed in the back of you. And here's the funny thing. Here's the hypocrisy of these dumbass white supremacist ignorant Fs. Here's the dumb stupidness. Y'all are going to pack yourselves in the back of a U-Haul to go disrupt a gay pride rally when all you do is complain about illegal aliens coming across the border packed in like sardines in the U-Haul truck. Come on now! You see the hypocrisy of these idiots right now? You see the hypocrisy of these idiots right now? Y'all spent the last few months complaining about Joe Biden and illegal aliens and coming across the border in the back of a U-Haul truck hiding out and yet you're ready to go to a rally to disrupt it hiding out in the back of a U-Haul truck. Dumbasses. 
dumbasses. If you had any balls, if you were brave like you said you were, you would have jumped in your F-350s and hauled ass down there with your plates exposed to reclaim America. Nope, nope. You did a bitch-ass move, rented the U-Haul truck, and piled 31 guys. And know what's probably so stupid about this crap? They probably rented the U-Haul on Jimbo's card, and all 31 of them probably got into the back of the U-Haul truck at the U-Haul place when they rented the U-Haul truck. And when they left the U-Haul place with 31 white national supremacists in the back of that truck, it was probably U-Haul called and said, hey... <laughs> These 31 white dudes with Reclaim America shirts and weapons just got into the back of our U-Haul truck and rented it. Dumb ass, stupid ass hypocrites. <laughs> Y'all stupid. Stupid. No, you're not fed up, don't you? No, it don't. <laughs> Dumb. Goodbye, gasoline cars. I've been talking about this on this show for the last few couple of years. Couple of years. I told you guys this was coming. Told you guys. This has nothing to do with Joe Biden. They've had these Greenpeace meetings, green meetings, every year. There's been 12, 13 countries in the world that have that are that are doing this. And they've put a ban on fossil fuel cars. The, the ban is here. 2035 is when it's supposed to kick off pretty much almost worldwide. Pretty much almost worldwide. And I know I got someone like Patrick Carraro who says, well, it's not a worldwide ban. You still got... Yeah, because we've got third world countries that don't have cars and things of that sort. Certain places in Africa. We know that that's common sense, dumbass. The problem here is that countries that do have cars have made it a ban to not sell any gasoline cars by 2035. You know what that means, people? From a manufacturing perspective, from a manufacturing perspective, in order to be in compliance with this ban in 2035, you have to get rid of these cars off your lots, off your showrooms, at least five to seven years before. If you're going to be compliant in 2035, it's 2022. It's already started, people. It's been started. So in order to be compliant, they got to make these cars now. They got to get the manufactured now. They got to get production up now. Ford is already telling you. Ford is already saying, we're, we're headed into EV. We're not making gas cars. Ford is already getting ready to make that changeover. GMC is about to make the changeover. It's coming. Because all these countries have to be compliant by 2035. You can't wait till the last minute and then say, we're going to start making electric. No, you have to be compliant in 2035. Which means you got to start making your EV change now. Your hydrogen cell changeover now. Gas vehicles have to be out by 2035. <laughs> Bobby said, bunch of jerks. Imagine what that smelt like. <laughs> 31 guys. Yeah, it smelled like Old Spice. <laughs> Old Spice and tobacco. Oh, man. Let's get into the legal booth here. Legal booth. Senators Senators are looking to announce the initial agreement on guns as soon as this past Sunday. The announcement is going to be coming. Um, there are going to be some drastic changes to the gun control laws. Now, for those of you who are talking about your Second Amendment rights and blah, 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 they're not coming after anything involved with your Second Amendment rights. The first thing they're going to do is make it 21 across the board 
to buy a, a fully automatic weapon in certain states. Um, it's going to be 21, anything that's like large magazines of calipers. Um, and then they are going to do the deeper background checks. Now, I haven't seen it, but I'm praying and I'm hoping that these background checks will allow them to check school records when someone wants to purchase a firearm. Because Uvalde and Buffalo would have never have happened. Both of these 18-year-old boys would have never have been able to purchase a firearm if the background checks had included their school records. Never. They would have never have gotten those weapons. Never. School records should be part of the background check. Social media should be part of the background check. Again, Buffalo and Uvalde would not have happened if they had checked both of these kids' social media. Wouldn't have happened. They wouldn't have been able to purchase anything. Anything. Bobby said, and Budweiser. <laughs> also in the news booth, legal booth, New Jersey police officer sues Dunkin' Donuts over hot coffee spill due to mismatched lid. Now, during COVID, if you remember during COVID, the first year of COVID on this show, um, I had a discussion because I had went to a Dunkin' Donuts one morning and my lid popped off and I was like, what the hell's going on here? It, it's constant with this one place. And, you know, I just put a rant out on my Facebook, on my social media. And what we found out was, was that Dunkin' Donuts has an issue. And we said, we predicted on this show that it was going to lead to a lawsuit. Because what we found out is, is that Dunkin' Donuts franchise owners, they don't have to buy their cups and lids from Dunkin' Donuts themselves. They can try to save money. They can buy the cups from Dunkin' Donuts, but they can get the lids from elsewhere. As someone posted in my rant, someone said that the cups for Dunkin' Donuts are a certain size, which is why you should be buying the Dunkin' Donuts lids with their cups because it's a special cup, it's a special lid. If you buy a lid from the outside, that lid is not going to match up. It's that little bit off. So when you get your cup of drive-thru and you squeeze it and the top pops off, that's because they don't they didn't match up the cup and, and lid right. So this is going to be, this is this, this cop burned himself. And this is going to be a lawsuit because mismatched lids and cups is crazy. What's going on, Travis Projecton, Oscar Mike Radio, Countdown to 300. But this is, this is the thing that consumers don't know about. This is why we need these things in place. Because a lot of people don't know that Dunkin' Donuts cups are supposed to match the lids. So this doesn't happen. And you have, like I said, if you read the story... Dunkin' Donuts has already said, <laughs> we're not involved in this case. That's on the franchise owner. Why? Because the franchise owner probably decided that I'm going to use the Dunkin' Cups, but I'm going to get my lids from the outside and save a little bit of money in my pocket and not use the lids that Dunkin' Donuts tells us that we're supposed to use. That's what happens. So I'm going to pay attention to the story and then give updates on this one as much as I can. Also, I'm happy. Happy. Because I know a lot of y'all have been in my stuff about covering Britney Spears and, and talking about Britney Spears and stuff. And, I, you know, and I, I, I'm I not a fan of Sam. I felt like Sam was a money grubber. And this story right here speaks volumes. Speaks volumes to me. Britney Spears and Sam got married. Edgari got married last week. They got married. Beautiful. Wh whatever. It's, it's all good. Here's the thing that I'm happy about. 
Sam had to sign <laughs> an ironclad prenup. In other words, if the ish goes sour in 55 hours, like it did with the first husband, if the ish goes sour, like it did with Kevin Federline in a few months, if the ish goes sour in the next few weeks, Sam, you get nada, a big fat zero, which means one thing, one other thing. Britney Spears mentally is still not right, as we've said, as we've thought, as I've talked about. So the people in charge of Britney Spears and her money is still looking out for her best interest. Because she's still under the conservatory. People forget. She's not all the way out. She's had some things relax, but she's still under that conservatory. And guess what? Sam, you get nothing. Like Willy Wonka said to, <laughs> to Charlie, you get nothing. <laughs> You stole the fizzy drink. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Moving on. Let's see here. 749. Uh, the January 6th committee hearings have started. This is the hearings to talk about Donald Trump and what has happened here and what was what transpired over the January 6th insurrection. Um, I talked on this show weeks ago, weeks ago, we, we, actually, during during Trump's office, I had talked about Jared and Ivanka being the odd people out in that White House because they were hardcore Democrats. Um, as of day one of the committee hearings for January 6th, Jared and Ivanka, like I said, they she hung her father out to dry. Hung her father out to dry. She also said that her and Jared accepted the results of the election there was no fix of the election and this and that. And within 24 hours, Trump comes out, says his daughter <laughs> doesn't understand elections because he is still under the belief that the White House was stolen from him. That's his belief. That's what he thinks. But here's the problem with this one. William Barr, <laughs> he was on day two. William Barr got up there and he pretty much said that Donald Trump was bat-ish crazy. William Barr and him had discussions, hardcore discussions, that this election was not stolen. He also said that he felt that Donald Trump was out of touch with reality. William Barr, so right now, while all these people are getting up there, a lot of people are not taking the fall for Donald Trump right now. So today, tomorrow would have been day three of the January 6th hearings, but all of a sudden they abruptly postponed Wednesday's hearings till Thursday. They didn't give a reason why, but it's going to get real interesting because, you know, there's still a lot of people and a lot of days to cover leading up to January 6th. Now, one of my things that I've already felt is that the Proud Boys leader, Enrique Otario, I felt he was a rat. I felt that whole thing when he got arrested just before, the day before on live TV, I felt that was the feds pulling them out. I felt that was he was a rat from day one, from day one. So we're going to see. We're going to know about all this. We're going to see what's going on. Right now, right now, these hearings, it's not looking good for Donald Trump. It's not. And a lot of people who were his supporters and they stuck with him 
until the end. Um, they're getting up there in front of the committee, and they are just lambays. And the, here's the funny thing, people. <laughs> William Barr gave his testimony at the hearings yesterday, right? And all of a sudden, all these people on Facebook, they're calling William Barr a rhino. <laughs> That's like the go-to. So if you're against Trump and you was a Republican, you're automatically a rhino. Everybody's rhinos now. Everybody who turns against him is a rhino. <laughs> you see you see the, the craziness here? How about these people are just finally telling the truth? They're finally telling the truth. And it's some scary stuff. Scary stuff. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Let's get into the entertainment booth. Toby Keith. You guys know Toby Keith, the country singer. Man, major guy. Um, he's pulling back from music and touring because... Toby Keith, uh, for the last year, has been battling stomach cancer. And um, he says he needs time to breathe, recover, and relax. And it's sad because stomach cancer, as you guys know, stomach cancer, pancreatic cancer, um, I forget what the other one is, um, the survival rate is very low, very low. Um, the last person that we saw that had stomach cancer, celebrity, I want to say it was like within six months they were they were gone. It was like within six months they were gone. So my prayers go out to Toby Keith. I know the country music world is behind him in this time. Um, so please, you know, keep him in your prayers. Also, in another story, I didn't even put it up, but um, Justin Bieber with with facial paralysis is crazy. Also. Um, he's taking time off so he can recover from that. It's a disease that affects one in 100,000. And um, it's pretty scary because he's a young kid, young kid, young kid. Uh, in the entertainment booth, I'm not happy about this one. I'm sad. Pro wrestler Jeff Hardy arrested again for felony DUI. If you guys remember, Jeff Hardy was supposed to be clean. He got his shot back in the professional wrestling. They even wrote... Um, his problems with drinking and alcohol into the storyline. And, um, you know, a lot of people were upset that he had did that and, and that they had used it as a storyline. And now I'm pretty sure people are going to be pissed at this one. I'm going to watch, I got to watch AEW or WWE and see if anybody talks about this. Um, I would say it's off topic. I think if you're a wrestler, a professional wrestler, and I think if you were to mention Jeff Hardy in any type of promo shoot or anything of the sort, I think it's classless, I think it's ignorant, and I think it should be off the table. So if I hear any wrestlers that are going to do something like this in their shoots, I'm done with you. I don't want to hear it. Serious. Serious. Uh, Urza Miller. Man. DC's The Flash. If this movie, The Flash, comes out, I'll be surprised, real surprised. Urza Miller has been a major problem for DC. Now here's the problem. He's been grooming a minor since she was 12 years old. She's missing. The family thinks that he's hiding her. Or he's got her locked away somewhere. She's now of age, but the problem is that she's been missing for a while. Urza Miller is a hot mess wreck. And look. DC is already ready to cut Amber Heard out of Aquaman 2. They got to do something about a whole entire Flash movie with Urza Miller. They got a problem. They got it's and it's not like you can just recast it. 
hey, it it this is this is a serious issue. I would love to be in on the board meetings for DC and how they are going to progress with this Flash film. Cause once they start marketing this, the the cancel culture is gonna come out with a vengeance. This is a guy who hit a woman in the face with a chair during karaoke. This was a guy who broke into a couple's bedroom while they were having sex and tried to attack them. This is this is some crazy stuff right here. DC's gonna make a serious decision. Serious decision. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Xbox gaming on your Samsung TV. No console required. Every 2022 Samsung TV will come with the Xbox app. And you will be able to play your Game Pass games or the games you buy in the cloud without having an Xbox console. This is a major game changer, people. This is what I said. The day of consoles is coming to an end. Video gaming is going to become like Netflix. Like Netflix. And the game publisher is going to make a, a, a ton of money. A ton of money. So, uh, also in video game world, entertainment booth, Call of Duty, Infinity Ward, who is the best when it comes to Call of Duty games, releasing Modern Warfare Part 2. If you guys remember the first Modern Warfare, till this day, it is the best Call of Duty ever. Modern Warfare. The best. The best. I, I, I'm just ecstatic, and I got to show it to you. Here's a trailer right now. I can't say much. Here we go. <clears throat> we got a hit on Hassan. We can't take him in Iran. He's not in Iran. Who do we send? Well, that's where we're in position. Bravo team offloads here. Alpha team stays on board to land downrange. This is capture or kill. Ya son más de 10 años metiéndole y todavía sueno como nuevo. Baby no tiene relevo, me sobra el dinero, el respeto y los huevos. Yo, cada movimiento que hago, el juego otro nivel lo elevo. Tú sonaste, te apagaste y no lleva ni la mitad. access to the open beta. Woo! 
<laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Man, shit. <laughs> Uh, we we already pre-ordered. I'm not gonna lie. Me and my son we game share, and we already pre-ordered. <laughs> we already pre-ordered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Cannot wait. Uh, let's get into the sports booth before we uh, close out this show. Celtics lose Game Five to the Warriors, 104 to 94. Turnovers number one, number two. You got to hit your shots from the free throw line, fellas. If I'm paying you millions of dollars to play ball, you better be able to hit some goddamn free throws. The Celtics were sent to the line many times, and many times they missed. Steph Curry had one of the lowest games scored in the in, these, in this championship game series, and they still won with, with upstanding play from their bench role players. Um, but also, again... The referees also played into this. In the fourth quarter, you turn around and then you you hit the team with a technical. You call a, a foul that wasn't even a foul. And then even I, I'm trying to figure out why New York didn't say, "Hey, he flopped. He flopped. I got it on my page. Look at it. It's it's a shame." They called Marcus Smart for an offensive foul, and it was a it was a clear flop. Clear flop. Brittany Griner, WNBA team, meets with State Department over Russian detention. They have extended her stay until July 2nd, but their their fingers are crossed. They're hopeful that they're going to be getting Brittany Griner home. They're using her as an example. Um, hopefully the WNBA and the State Department can do what they do um, right now. They are saying that this is their number one, number one priority for the WNBA is getting their star home, getting her home. Jack Del Rio fined $100,000 for his Floyd Capital comparison. Jack Del Rio, who represents the Washington Commanders, he tweeted and he made comments about um, the, the riots, the BLM riots. He mentioned the BLM riots, and he says, well, you know, they were burning cities and this and that. He's like, but you go to the Capitol, and it's a little dust-up, and now it's a big deal, talking about the committee hearings. Well, it wasn't a dust-up. It was an insurrection. It was a coup. They tried to overthrow the government. It's a lot bigger and major than just these riots for social justice. And for anyone who doesn't get that, you're never going to get it. And if you're on my Facebook page, I'm going to go back and forth with you tooth and nail if you don't understand the difference between what happened on January 6th. And I know someone, Patrick, had said... Um, What's the big deal? They didn't accomplish what they wanted to do. They didn't stop the vote. What do you mean? They still committed a crime. They still committed a crime. Just because you you didn't succeed at the crime you tried to carry out, you shouldn't be held accountable. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. You see? You see? You see the thoughts of how some of these people think? So, Jack DeRio comes out. He's fined $100,000. He kind of changed what he meant to say, but he still stands by it. He feels that we should have a discussion about the double standard. We should, because I was talking about the double standard months before the nitwits did what they did on January 6th. Remember in Michigan? Remember my crazy ass two rants about what they did in Michigan? And I said, the double standard is coming. And months later... January 6th happened and the double standard was right there smack dab in our faces smack dab in our faces so here we go Biden bombshells Joe Biden spoke at the AFL-CIO convention today 
Um, he talked about the economy. He talked about getting jobs back. He talked about debt and, and, and how they're bringing down the debt ceiling. We'll see. We'll see because right now inflation is still high um, and jobs still need to be created. Hopefully we'll see. Joe Biden is about to leave for Saudi Arabia this week. He talked about going to Saudi Arabia. He's going to talk about um, helping out with the gas prices. The problem is, is that Joe Biden can release all the oil he wants. The 100 million barrels of oil, he can release it all he wants. If the New York Stock Exchange oil companies, if they don't want to do business and keep the prices high and make keep making record profits, it don't matter how much oil Joe Biden releases. The oil companies are controlling the stock market when it comes to the price. Right now, the price per barrel is down around $45, $50. There's no reason why prices at the pump are at 5 and $6. There's no reason. There's no reason of it, but it's happening. Because the oil companies are taking it to you, me, and everybody else around the world. Around the world. Record-breaking profits for oil companies. Sad. So Joe Biden can release. Joe Biden can do everything he wants, but the oil companies don't care. They set the price. Ukraine invasion. Russia now controls 80% of the eastern border. Uh, 12,000 people remain there. 100,000 people were there. Um, and Oscar talked about this eastern-southern border of Ukraine. There was a bridge blown up, which means Russia has complete control, but Ukraine is getting some help. They're getting some tanks. They're getting some missile launchers. And um, here we are. We're into 110 days and Russia has yet to have complete takeover of the Ukraine. It's still an embarrassment to Russia. Um, but, you know, what's going to happen here? And that's that's what we need to see. All right. We got to get ready to get out of here. Bobby, DJ Bobby Boom, I want to thank you for coming on the show. He put an updated Link in the chat. Alan Bercy, what's going on, Alan? A Boog, what's up? Charles Dowling, what's up? Uh, this is everybody here who has bought my uh, beanies. I got to thank you guys for doing that with me. And um, also check out. Let me see here. What else we got here? Boom. The shows that I produce. She Talks Football Podcast, Drafting the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio. Also tonight, Triple Threat Tuesdays, Happy Hour with Lido, the Couples Edition, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, and then on Saturdays, Talk Back with Gloria Shea. Also, Juneteenth Festival, as I mentioned, June 18th, which is this weekend, Saturday, Bianca Marie will be performing live, um, Kennedy Park, Fall River, hosted by Your Boy Loco from 11 to 6 p.m. And, um... <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna show that to you again, but I'm not gonna show it to you guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna show it to you guys. Hey, I gotta thank you guys for tuning in. It is 8:07. I gotta get ready to get out of here. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I need to mention. No, that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we'll be back next week. Oh yeah. Hey guys, I'm using my new 4K camera. Thank you, Traders World. My Logitech. 4K camera. Now I really got to get my Corey to shave me up and get me right. Look at you can see the stubble on here with the 4K. So I got to make sure I'm I'm looking good. 
<laughs> for I got the 4K camera now. I can't be messing up now. I gotta I gotta keep this going. So hey, you know something, people? Love you guys. Bobby, DJ Boom, Boom Squad Radio. Show them some support. Do me a favor, SpongeBob. Take us home. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, you don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, I got my own now. I get hot, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-Gatsu-Razoo.com W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-Gatsu-Razoo.com Get your website, get your website, get your website, get your website.